offered a 10% 10 cent gas tax increase in South Carolina. Talk about someone who has never seen a federal dollar she doesn't like. WTMJ now, Sandy Max, Steve Scafidi, recapping uh, thoughts on the Republican presidential debate last night. Did you watch? What were your takeaways? And we're going to be joined right now with freelance reporter Joanne Jeanette, who was there. Joanne on the Tri-County Contracting Hi. Hotline. How you doing? I'm good. I'm a little tired. Um, I was there pretty late until I think around like 1130 or so. And what was your experience last night? Where did you get to be in the room itself or were you in a separate media area? We were in a separate media area. So it's almost like I just went all the way out there to sit in a tent. You know, the media spin room was fun and it was kind of exciting because uh, Hannity was there and you had like um, Kellyanne Conway was there, you know, and she she walked by me at one point during the day and she's winking at me. Like what? Like she was real peppy and spunky the whole day, so that was kind of interesting. Um, so I thought that was funny. I was like, I just got. I think Kelly and Conway just was winking at me. That's something I, to hang your hat on. Yeah, it it was a good day. Um, as far as the debate, a lot of people had this weird feeling, like, okay, we know Trump wasn't here, but he won. He was the one who won the debate tonight, even though he wasn't there. And um, so I, it, it, that was interesting. A lot of mentions of him, uh, Christie and um, um, uh, who's the other guy? <laughs> DeSantis. Thank you. My head's still like tired from just so much. Uh, DeSantis and uh, Christie both mentioned him. And I felt like a lot of us were saying, don't don't even mention him right now, because this is your moment. Um, so that was interesting. Did you notice four minutes before the debate? Everyone got an email from the Trump team. I did not. I was not aware of that. Okay. And it said, I thought this was very clever. I'm, um, I'm about to, I'm about to take the stage. This is about four minutes right before the candidates came out. You clicked on the email and it said in Michigan, (laughs) but he was, he was, it was very funny. It was like he was toying with everyone, and it, we all got it at the same time in the media filing center. So we all kind of giggled. We're like, wait a minute, what does he mean take the stage? Is he coming here? And then you click on it, and it says, in Michigan. Still so gets your even, attention. That's exactly it. So uh, we were all laughing. Uh, one thing in the media filing tent, uh, when tr- uh, I-, I thought Pence was pretty good. He had more charisma than I had ever seen before. So I got the idea he got a lot of coaching prior to this. He, when he tried to make the comment about his wife, he was bouncing off something that Christy had said, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like trying to make a, a maybe a joke or be transparent about sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. Audible groans throughout the entire media tent. It didn't land. It was uncomfortable. Were there any lines that did land in the media room? um, Obviously, everyone started laughing when Haley started calling Ramaswamy dumber. Uh, Or she said every time she hears him talk, she gets dumber. So that was causing people to kind of crack up laughing. Uh, It felt at times like the moderators were losing it. Like they were losing the track 
And so that became kind of frustrating because they, they weren't really, and I, I wasn't really as impressed with the questions as I thought that I would be. So it, it kind of everybody's was like, they're being really soft. You know, this is their chance to shine. And then they couldn't keep them on track. So it was the talking, talking over, talking over, talking over that a, that a lot of us were just like, shush, you know, like screaming at the screen, shush. Hey, hey, Joanne, as a media professional, Sandy and I were talking about this in the opening segment. The number of moderators, I, I think two is enough, three, four, whatever. Yes. I, I don't know that we really get anything. out. Of it, and, and we both kind of noted, like, it, they're talking over each other. They did a lot of excessive reading at the beginning of the debate. It's like, what purpose does that serve, really? Um, that's, a, that's a great question. And uh, I know Stuart Varney couldn't get uh, Calderon's name correctly, so he screwed that up right at the start. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. Yes. And it was like, oh, God, you don't even know her. You don't even know who she is. That, that, that's how we felt. That was cringy. And the other cringy thing, if anybody watched all the way to the very end, where they tried to do a lighthearted moment and ask Ground Robin, almost like Jeopardy, write down who you would vote off the stage, like voting oh. off the island. And similar to the last debate where it was like, raise your hand if you think Donald Trump should be here or not. And it's it, and I, it was interesting to see DeSantis just go, this is disrespectful. This is we're right. all here for the same reason. And basically, you talk about the kids table, Steve, like, don't treat us like children. And a couple of people were able to get in their their last pitches for please vote for me. But mm-hmm. interesting to see another cringy started with a cringy ended with a cringy. It's, you're trying to be too cute and clever. You'll fail every time, right? When you're trying to be funny, you're not going to be funny. Yeah, that we did see that, and that was like, okay. At that point, I was getting my coffee. I'm getting my laptop. I'm like, okay, what am I going to write about this thing? What am I going to say? And when am I going to go home? But it, it was fun. I mean, it was definitely an interesting um, day for, for me, and I, I got to meet a lot of really nice people uh, that work in the industry. So that was nice. That was nice. Was there any? There's always the, the post debates conversation about who won the debate. I, I've read a lot this morning from a lot of different commentators. It's mixed. Uh, some people said Ron yeah. Santa. Some people said Nikki Haley. Um, any sense in the media room or from the audience, people that maybe you talk to, of of who like was the big winner, if there was one? I mean, DeSantis did. He, he looked pretty good last night. I mean, his campaign has been sliding, so he kind of like revived it a bit. A lot of the attendees, by the way, that they, the attendees get bussed over and they show up about 40 minutes before the debate itself. And um, I went over there to see maybe somebody, because they have cocktails in them. You know, these people are going to sit, they're here. Maybe they'll talk to some reporters. So I was able to get a few people to talk to me, and that's who they wanted to hear from. They did want to hear from DeSantis. Uh, I thought Nikki Haley was okay, but not as good as she was in the first one. And, um, uh, oh, uh, Tim Scott. I mean, Tim Scott did really well for someone that I don't necessarily think is going to be or, you know, be elected anytime soon. But he really got a lot of time and, and um, he, he was well spoken and, and I thought he did well. Um, but I would say probably DeSantis. Yeah, DeSantis. Interesting. And, and Tim Scott, he, I think he had one of the best lines tonight talking about the response to slavery and issues with education and some right. of the DEI and diversity issues in Florida. I thought he, he nailed it on that one. And how the 14th Amendment is yes. being used. Is it the 14th Amendment? I'm panicking in my notes. Uh, but, <laughs> but, okay. but how that's the okay. 14th Amendment is, was really geared towards slavery and not immigration and how that's being interpreted. It right. was That was an interesting, again, discussion, not just an argument. Yes. Oh, 
and there was also another time that everyone kind of got into it. Uh, Haley and Scott were, you know, they were talking about the gas tax. So they started bickering. I, I, I kind I love circuses. So I, I love debates. It, it, it was like an old married couple bickering and it was fun to listen. And you're going, okay, okay. So that, that was another one. And uh, Doug Burgum got way more time than I ever thought he would. <laughs> Way more time than I ever He's thought. got a lot of money, and he certainly he wants to stay on that stage. I don't know that he needs to be there. That, that's my final yeah, question, I, Joanne. Yeah, it's I like, <laughs> next time, the third debate, which of this group is still on? If there's still seven or eight or six. There, there's no way there's going to be seven next time. There can't be, right? There can't be. No, no. I would say four. I would say four. And does Trump show up? No. He's not going to show up at all. He's not going to show up to any of these things. What a fascinating year of politics that that, lay, that lays ahead. Debates yeah. where, the, where the leading candidate doesn't even bother to show up, yet he gets all the attention. Freelance reporter Joanne Jeanette there at the second Republican presidential debate. Thank you so much for joining us, Joanne. Bye-bye. Good morning. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good morning, Joanne.